0: AMA 50, KFUO, we are the messenger of good news. I'm Gary Duncan. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. It's so nice to have you alongside with me today. It's time for a moment on the lighter side. And this afternoon, for the final time, at least in this uh, uh, session we have with Dr. Luke, our Luke exclusives, for the final time, we talk to him. And it's a pleasure to have you here, Dr. Luke.
1: Well, let me say, it's been a pleasure, <laughs> I just wish I could have helped you more with your MPB, your your male pattern baldness.
0: Oh, uh, that's, that's, that's quite all right, Dr. Luke. Actually, I'm quite satisfied with my lack of hair. I think it makes me look kind of distinguished.
1: Well, perhaps you're right. Th- then maybe what you need is some of uh, Dr. Luke's amazing head polish, making that chrome dome of yours shine. Oh, so nice.
0: Oh, head polish, huh? You know... I might need a, a lollipop, too, or a or, or Tootsie Pop, or whatever. Remember that one actor that always had, he was bald-headed? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah he had was a, like
1: a detective or yeah, something. Yeah, he
0: always had a lollipop yeah. in his mouth. So anyway, <laughs> I do appreciate your words, but you can keep your amazing hair products, even though I thought for a minute the shiny stuff might be good. Let's let's skip that, too. Let's get down okay. to business. Uh, last week, you gave us the reason you wrote your gospel.
1: That's right. As I said, I wanted to show the certainty of the story of Jesus, that everything said about Jesus in my
0: gospel was, as they say, the gospel truth. And this week you're going to share with us some specific themes that are repeated throughout your writing.
1: That is correct, sir. And I would like to demonstrate those specific things through yet another story. That is one of my Luke's exclusives. Uh, begin reading towards the end of chapter 23 with verse 26. You oh. got your gloves on there, too? Don't let me yeah. you get your fingers I got.
0: You know what? I forgot to take my gloves off for like the, a week now. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm afraid to at this point to take them off because I don't know what the hands are going to smell like. So anyway, they're on, so I'm ready to go. And it okay. says... As they led him away, they seized one Simon of Cyrene who was coming in from the country and laid on him the cross to carry it behind Jesus. And there followed him a great multitude of people and of women who were mourning and lamenting for him. Dr. Luke, you're not suggesting the story of the crucifixion is unique to your gospel, are you?
1: Oh, oh, not at all.
0: Uh, But a lot of the details
1: are... Now, now, for instance, Matthew and Mark both mention Simon of Cyrene carrying Jesus' cross. But I'm the only one who says he carried that cross
0: behind Jesus. Hmm, reminiscent of what Jesus said that we shall take up your cross and follow him.
1: Exactly. that That's the point. And by the way, I mentioned that statement of Jesus about carrying the cross twice in my gospel. But, but that that's just a bit of trivia. And we want to go on with the things that summarize my gospel. As we've noted in the past, I'm usually very specific about whom Jesus is talking to. And who he's talking to has a great effect on what he says. Harsh words to the Pharisees and the unbelieving crowds or is a comfort to his disciples and other followers. And yet, you'll note in the last chapters of my gospel, I get pretty general.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean. You simply say they led him away, and you talk about the multitude of men and women. Not very specific, Dr. Luke. Oh, and that's exactly
1: my point. What is about to happen in this chapter is not just the purvey of one particular group. What Jesus is about to do is for all the multitude of men and women, whether they believe it or not. Of course, whether they believe or not, <laughs> it'll have a big impact on how things work out for them, as we'll see just in a moment. But I think it's important for the reader to understand that what Jesus says and does here, he does for all people. So so read on there, verses 32 through 34.
0: Two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him, and when they came to the place that is called the Skull... There they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots and divided his garments.
1: Now, one of the things we talked about last week is that in my gospel, there are more fulfillments of the Old Testament scriptures than you'll find in any other gospel. Uh, There are a couple of them here. Uh, that he hung between two criminals, is a fulfillment of Isaiah fifty three twelve quote, and he was numbered with the transgressors, unquote. And they gambled for his robes, fulfills Psalm 22, verse 18.
0: Uh, they divide my garments among them. That may be true, Dr. Luke, but both of those facts are not unique to your gospel. They're recorded in all of the gospels.
1: Of course, uh, all my fellow gospel writers were aware that prophecy was being fulfilled through Jesus. I I just recorded more instances than the rest of them. For example, I'm the only one who tells you that Jesus himself had already quoted that Isaiah 53 passage. Just one chapter earlier, Jesus had said, For I tell you, this scripture must be fulfilled in me, and he was numbered with the transgressors. But that does bring us to something that is unique to my gospel and is a theme throughout my entire account. Read again the first part of verse 34.
0: And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do.
1: Now that is unique to my account and is a theme reflected throughout my gospel. You know what? I mentioned prayer 21 times in my gospel, more than Matthew and Mark. Alone in my gospel does Jesus pray at his baptism, pray at his transfiguration, pray before he asks the disciples, who do the crowds say that I am? My gospel begins with prayer in the temple, as does my second volume, the book of Acts, where I mention prayer another 25 times. I alone have the parable of the widow, which teaches us that we should not despair, but keep on praying. And in my gospel jesus prays to god the father on five count that mr duncan five separate occasions
0: i think i could do that on one hand (laughs) so yeah you're right with your gloves on yeah even with the gloves on so uh yeah five i got it including the prayer that concludes the story of the crucifixion father into Thy hands i commend my spirit so your gospel emphasizes the importance of prayer
1: Indeed, I do, because prayer makes a difference. It makes a difference, as we're about to see. We move on to another story unique to my gospel. Read verses 39 through 42.
0: Okay. One of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the others rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God since you are under the same sentence and condemnation? And we are receiving the due reward of our deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. It's a very powerful story, Dr. Luke. And a clear illustration of the power of
1: prayer. What a difference it made to this man's eternity that he dared to pray, Jesus, remember me. But you need to note, it wasn't that prayer that saved him. It was actually another's prayer.
0: (laughs) What are you talking about, Dr. Luke?
1: Well, the other Gospels remind us that this man was originally mocking Jesus like all the rest. Now, where in the world does a man like that get the courage to ask Jesus for help in his last dying breath?
0: Oh, that's a good point. You would hardly think Jesus would heed the cry of someone who only moments before was making fun of him. Where did he get such faith? From the prayer Jesus spoke earlier, the prayer unique to my gospel, Father, forgive
1: them. You see, what happened to this thief is the same thing that happens to all of us Christians. We hear the words of Jesus. Those words speak of his prayers, promise, and life led so that we might be forgiven. Then one day, like the thief, it dawns on us that we are the sinners, getting exactly what we deserve. It's then that these words of Jesus give us the faith that there still might be hope for us.
0: And that hope is not fruitless, for as Jesus said to that thief, "'Today you will be with me in paradise.'" (laughs)
1: You know what's interesting? The thief got more than he prayed for. He just wanted Jesus to remember him when Jesus came at the end of the world. But Jesus promised to be with him then and there to never leave him or forsake him.
0: And so Jesus makes the same promise to us, Dr. Luke. Lo, I will be with you to the end of the age. And I I can't think of a better word to hear on my deathbed than, Today you will be with me in paradise.
1: Which brings uh, the final thing I want to say in summary. Uh, One of the themes throughout my gospel is summed up these words of Jesus, quote, The last will be first. In my gospel, the rich and the powerful end up dead. And in Hades, the poor and the struggling, they end up in the bosom of Abraham. Those who are righteous in themselves end up leaving the temple empty-handed. But the one who knows he is the sinner goes home justified. The self-righteous sheep end up in the wilderness. The sheep that strayed is carried back home in the arms of his shepherd, to the rejoicing of the angels
0: and a thief who dies for his evil deeds ends up into paradise you know dr luke the next time i read through your gospel i'll have to keep my eyes open for that theme of the last being first oh and don't just look at it for some literary motif
1: look at it as the story of your life All Christians have their struggles, but sooner or later we have to confront that our greatest struggle is with ourselves, our sin, and our doubt. And in those times, just remember this unique story of my gospel. Jesus is as close as a prayer away. Jesus has already done everything necessary for your salvation. As Jesus said in my gospel, I have come to seek and to save the lost.
0: And he also came to say to us sinners today... You will be with me in paradise. It's been so nice talking to you over this series, Dr. Luke, and we hope uh, that you have a blessed Thanksgiving and a great Christmas.
1: Yeah, and I know the church now is moving on to the year, Matthew, uh, but I tell you what, think of me when you hear the Christmas gospel that is recorded in Luke chapter
0: 2, will you? Yeah, we certainly will, Dr. Luke. So long, my old pal. Talk to you uh, whenever we talk next we are the messenger of good news we are worldwide at kfuo.org you can follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash kfuo radio we're on twitter we're on instagram and wherever you get your podcast just search out kfuo radio